Welcome to the Contribution Revolution podcast, a revolution in kindness, love, and compassion. We're here to talk about all things nonprofit and celebrate nonprofit heroes. I'm your host, IRS licensed nonprofit expert, Mark Del Gershio, and featuring the founder of Nonprofit Advisor Group, my beautiful wife, Tricia. Be sure to visit contributionrevolution.org and tell us about your nonprofit's goals and aspirations. Your organization could qualify for a grant or other awards. And while you're there, sign the Contribution Revolution Pledge to make this world a kinder and more compassionate place. Okay, let's get started. Okay, welcome everyone to the Contribution Revolution podcast. Today we have a very special guest, uh, Stephen Lee from the Project Talent Launch. (laughs) I don't know how I, I always forget at the very beginning, right? Yeah. Project Talent Launch. So, Stephen, hey, thanks for joining us today. We're really excited to have you. Thank you so much for the introduction. Yeah, it's awesome to be here. Yeah, let's get started. Yeah, very cool. So, let's start off with telling, uh, tell the audience a little bit, share with them what Project Talent Launch is all about, and uh, and then we can go from there. They can get some context about uh, what your organization is doing. Yeah. So, Project Talent Launch, or PCL, is to shorten it. Uh, is a nonprofit organization dedicated to providing internships and career exploration opportunities for high school students. Um, And our focus is to really expand these opportunities to every single student, uh, no matter their background. And that's essentially what we're working on and what we have been working on for the past two years. Uh, and, And yeah, it's great to be here. Okay, yeah, so yeah, I actually I think that we uh, set we formally uh, set up your organization September of 2020, and so has like COVID been like a big roadblock for you? I mean, it's been an interesting experience. I, I, I mean, there have been a lot more organizations I think more affected um, by COVID, no doubt. But uh, I mean, starting this not only. I mean, starting a nonprofit just as a student during that time, it was pretty interesting because uh, I remember September, that was one of the peaks of COVID uh, and calling up businesses, trying to find out exactly how to carry out the mission was definitely a process. Uh, I, I remember just on my dinner table, like making calls. Um, and I, I really, really wished I could actually, you know, knock on people's, you know, and go to their office and see, hey, can you take on an intern? But I mean, it worked out at the end. Uh, it worked out at the end. Yeah. And, and Stephen, so when you started this September 2020, like you said, you know, COVID was full on. What grade were you in in high school? Oh, my God. Um, I was, I think that was the beginning of sophomore year. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. So you're a, you're a junior now and that this you know, school year is wrapping up here pretty soon. So that's pretty amazing that uh, with all that was going on and your age, that uh, you're able to pull something like that off. I know that uh, in reading from the website, you got um, 10 internships sponsored. And uh, talk a little bit about how the internships work because I think it's it's fairly unique because there are four high school students. They do get a, um, a little bit of compensation from the organization for me being able to uh, be an intern, is that correct? Yeah, exactly. So with all of our internship opportunities, we call them just PTL internships because not only do students enjoy the uh, and receive the typical benefits of an internship, including you know mentorship, guidance by a seasoned professional, and all the experience um, seeing what a real career is like, they also get a scholarship uh, from PTL at the end of it. And the reason why we do that is so we can ensure every single high school student, no matter their financial background, 
uh, can can take on this opportunity versus you know your average you know minimum wage job. And I think this experience making it more accessible to everyone is crucial in a society right now. Yeah, and how did you come up with the idea of an internship like at the high school level? That's that's pretty creative. Yeah, because I mean I was just doing research on my own part because I. I had no clue what I was going to do in the future, um, but just I think at first it was more of an, like an, an intellectual uh, project. I was just saying not only my personal part, you know, what I was going to do in the future, but also looking at many of the problems in society and looking at the the job market. I mean, in, in retrospect, it's completely, completely changed with with COVID. But I think that so many problems in society can be really fixed with. Uh, or partially fixed with career exploration opportunities and internships earlier on in someone's career. Because uh, I, I think getting that exposure um, from a very, very young age is going to set you up for success in the future. And from just our experience seeing you know, our, our students, um, many of them ha have literally, you know, these, these internships have changed their lives and they're, they're entering in a new field that they normally wouldn't have access to. Yeah, very cool. And I like the career exploration. Uh, yes, <laughs> I love the, the terminology the of that, right? Yeah. I think I need to do some of that still. <laughs> I can figure something out here, but it's a lifelong but, process. Yeah, no, and it's it's incredible because um, you know, I I I feel like youth uh a lot of times there isn't the direction, right? Like the, you go through school and there's the typical curriculum, and if you're a bright kid, you're in AP classes and things like that. But there really isn't a whole lot of whether it's business training, entrepreneurship, real world experience um, when it comes to the workplace. Right. And I thought one of the things that was interesting, one of the participants that uh, talked about their experience on your website said that they had thought they wanted to be a pilot, but they kind of yeah. had changed their mind. And I was like, wow, that was that's something for somebody to not want to do something that sounds kind of cool, especially when you're a young person. Right. To not want to be a pilot because they got turned on to something else. So. Yeah, that, that, that's so cool that uh, they get to explore different things. Talk about a little bit uh, the types of internships that uh, your participants uh, did, uh, were able to do. Yeah, I mean, first of all, there's nothing that at PTO we have against pilots. Pilots are great. It's an amazing job. Um, and he, he said that he may want to do, um, he's a senior at, at Pasadena. Um, and he said, I mean, he was strongly, strongly considering, you know, being a pilot. Uh, but he got in a, a real estate internship and he said, maybe I want to do real estate full time or even part time and combine that with being a pilot because I, I, I love the real estate industry. Uh, and, and just looking back at our positions last year, uh, we had you know, in internships in I mean, real estate, we had an internship in conservation, in AI, very, very big uh, emerging field, uh, fintech. Um, there was one at a local council member's office. Um, there was um, a couple of, you know, just all sorts of different industries consulting as well. And I think it's, it's really that diversity of different um, perspectives and um, experiences that people have that makes this uh, nonprofit itself pretty interesting. Because as a high school student, uh, we've conducted surveys to see what high school students want to do. And the top fields are like technology, medical, but there's so much nuance to that. Um, and I think really... Um, in high school, it's such a critical juncture in someone's life. And I think having some sort of direction, at least, is super helpful there. So to answer your question directly, I mean, we, we've had all sorts of different interests. And that's the goal. That, that's definitely the goal, to give someone, again, exploration in, in what they want to do in the future. 
So Stephen, I, I know that, so you've been around uh, in existence, your organization, a little less than a year and a half, so not even two years. And with that uh, initial uh, sponsorships that you had for the individuals, how much did you raise in your first fundraising efforts? Yeah, we raised over $10,000 for internship scholarships. And at least for me, I want to keep essentially almost all, if not all of the budget, completely on scholarships um, because we're a very, very mission-driven uh, nonprofit. And I mean, I'm a high school student, so I'm a volunteer and the rest of my team are also volunteers as well. So we have a very austere model uh, for, for donations, but it's been amazing so far. Celebrate a win, celebrate a win. That's really awesome. Actually, now that you brought up the team, uh, they all look very interesting. Why don't you share a little bit about who's joined forces with you on this team? Yeah, so I, I, I just, you know, the, I guess just through word of mouth, uh, the, uh, the mission PTL spread in my school and uh, a, few, a few students were, were interested. And I said, yeah, why not? Uh, join the team and we could find um, companies together, we can cold call together, uh, we can send out emails um, together. So after a few months of, of, you know, trying to do this on my own, I said, let, let me recruit some other people. Uh, and, you know, looking forward this year when we are aiming for 100 internship opportunities, um, I mean, building up the team is definitely one of my main, main priorities. And we're thinking of not only my own school, but also different schools in the area, uh, especially, I mean, maybe even tapping our PTL scholars uh, and alumni there. So yeah, uh, the team is, is has been amazing um, for us. I'm super, super grateful for them. And um, I mean, I think we're, we're super, super uh, driven just by, by the mission and serving internship opportunities for all high school students. And I think as high school students ourselves, uh, we really understand that firsthand. I found out, uh, I found, found it very interesting too, that you're not all from the same school and you have really awesome titles that you gave yourselves for your nonprofits. The, the great thing about being a startup is you can just make up your own titles. So, <laughs> um, I, I mean, yeah, we, we've been just, um, I mean, one thing that I think is so crucial is to have people with different experiences uh, on a team. And that's why, you know, this year we're trying to go to even more schools and um, see what type of talents uh, we can find. Because as we've seen, you know, during the pandemic, talent isn't just whether you live in a 10 mile radius. It's really international uh, and anyone who's passionate about the, about the mission should get a chance to you know push themselves and, and be a part of it so I, I think that's a big big um, important point for us and, and i think it's worked out well yeah Stephen. one thing I, I just picked up on you were talking about which i think is like like amazing for someone especially your age i hate to say that because obviously you're very, very sharp and, you know, but you are a really young guy, right? And uh, most young people are not on the same page that you are. A lot of them are not. So I really commend you for that. But one thing you said was, you know, you, you put out surveys to find out, you know, what the students wanted. Like that is so smart. You know, uh, Tricia, we have our uh, business coach and he talks about find out what they want and get it and give it to them, right? So, you know, before creating something, and this is for people that are listening or watching this, you know, figuring out what the marketplace needs or wants before you go out there and do that. And it's, even in the nonprofit world, it's the same thing that we have a lot of overlap sometimes with organizations and uh, maybe that, you know, is not necess necessary and adjusting a little bit to the marketplace and creating something new like you have is, 
is the way to do it. So I, I commend your, your organizational skills, your way you've thought through this. It is, it's really amazing. Thank you. Yeah, because I, I think if we, I mean, since we're serving students, we got to understand the students' needs, right? And I think the most fundamental thing we need to do this summer, uh, since we have, you know, a plan laid out, is really to tailor our PTL programs to uh, students' interests and goals. Uh, because after all, you know, while all businesses, you know, do benefit uh, and schools do benefit, it's really um, about giving an educational opportunity for the students to understand they want to, what they want to do in the future. Right. And you mentioned uh, in the beginning of this, hitting the phones, right? Like just cold calling businesses. <laughs> what was that there, like? Was it, you know, was that fun? Did you have fun with that? What, what, what was your experience? I loved it. I, I absolutely loved cold calling because it, it was... Um, I, I mean, it, it was just like the movie. I mean, I probably shouldn't say this, but it's like watching you know, some scenes and just like in movies where they cold call, like like the pursuit of happiness, just just picking up the phone, um, calling up down a list, um, doing the research and, and going through that whole process. I, I found that super fun. Um, the rejections weren't too fun, I, I have to admit, but it's part of the process. And really picking up the phone and learning a lot every single time someone says no, or, I mean, it, it was a whole process. People either ghosted you, I'm sure you already know this, or they, they ghosted you, picked up, and then ghost you. Um, they would directly say no, which I actually appreciated for their honesty. Or they would say, we're sorry, we really love this, but let's do this next year. And then they would keep delaying. I mean, it, I found a whole bunch of different excuses, but that's just how, how, how it works. And I think... Um, going through that whole process, the successes, people saying, you know, giving the yeses, and also uh, people wavering or the noes was a big, big, um, yeah, I would say, learning experience for me the past year. Yeah, definitely. The, the learning experience is in the nose, right? And overcoming the obstacles and people coming up with different things, reasons they can't do it, and and coming back at them at a different at a different angle, and uh, you know, and thinking from their time. I think it it's really awesome, but it's it's a hard thing to do uh, to to just pick up the phone and call strangers and ask for something, right? And I thought another thing you did really well was when you sent out the questionnaire, you talked about you know, what are the things that you need, like specifically you're looking for? And a lot of nonprofits aren't clear about that, right? They're clear about their mission or who they want to help, those types of things, but they haven't even uh, necessarily defined what it is they're looking for, right? Are they looking for volunteers? Are they looking for money? And if they're looking for money, what is the way, what are the steps and action uh, plan to get to the money, right? I mean, everybody says, we need money, but really what they have to do is figure out what those steps are to get the money, whether it's corporate sponsorships, you know, a, a fundraising drive, a golf tournament, whatever that looks like. So I think that's super cool. Chris, you have something to add on that? I, I think that, you know, it's, it's never easy, right? Whatever it is, right, that we're doing, but it's the hard work and it's the commitment that you've put into this, that you've actually made such good stride uh, excellent work. I'm really, really proud of you. I remember the first time I spoke to you and, you know, I, I thought you were in college. It was like, <laughs> I, I was so surprised to learn that you were in high school. And I'm even more proud today to hear, you know, some of your successes and the things you've done, the things you've had to grow and move through. And so I'm really, really proud of you. And, and this is really awesome. So what are some of those uh, things that your organization is looking for that you might have shared with Mark? Yeah, so uh, as I mentioned earlier, this summer, 
mean, after our, our pilot program last uh, last year, we're trying to rapidly expand our opportunities uh, for for students. And in the summer of 2022, our goal is to reach 100 internship opportunities. And I mean, as we've talked about, you know, through the cold calls, that means getting the businesses, getting the donations, and putting all the pieces together. So honestly, what we're doing right now is trying to find more team members, trying to find anyone who would uh, be willing to talk about the possibility of hosting internship. Our organization is, you know, based in the San Gabriel Valley. So, I mean, it's a vibrant, amazing community here. So if any businesses or anyone is willing to, uh, to talk about the possibility of helping out a student, lending a hand, um, that would be great. And that's what we're looking for. Oh, that, that's cool. And, and also financial support too, right? I mean, do you, yeah. uh, what, what's your fundraising strategy for this? The, the internships is one thing. What about um, raising money to be able to fund the scholarships? How does, what does that look like? Yeah. So last summer I was really just knocking on family friends stores and says, and saying, Hey, this is what I'm starting. And, and this is what we need this summer. And I think it's pretty clear that, you know, defining what a thousand dollars will do is to fund is to fund directly a, a student and having that the clear expectation and also reality I, I think was crucial for us last year so this year i mean since we were gunning for a hundred internships that means a hundred thousand dollars uh so what i i've been doing so far is just to talk to as many people as i can about fundraising because one thing i've noticed it, is it's kind of ironic as a high school student a lot more people will be willing to talk to you um, but you're a high school student, like you don't have the, the skills of like someone at, 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 you know, Harvard MBA, right? So there is definitely a, a gap there. But what I'm doing is just to try to, you know, make up some of the experience, some of the knowledge there, but also just reach out to, you know, seasoned professionals um, in the fundraising world, executives, uh, talking to people in general who, who could help out. And it, it's been it's been fascinating for me because there's so much more that I have to learn that I, I'm currently um, in the process of. Yeah, that's that's cool. And I mean, part of it, too, maybe there is, um, you know, like um, head hunting, head hunting agencies or in employment placement agencies that are in with employers. Right. That would be willing to um, help sponsor or help help move the ball forward, I, I think. As you mentioned, it's so important that people hear this, that it's a team sport, right? And you can't do everything alone. And the more you can leverage your team to be able to go out there, whether it's knock on doors, make phone calls, talk to business owners, all of those things are really important. I, I got to ask you this. So you're, you're going to be a senior in high school next year. Um, what, what's going to happen to Project Talent Launch when you launch out of high school as you're obviously going to be going to college, I would believe. And what, what's your plan to, to keep this thing running or do you turn it over to uh, successors that are uh, still in high school or what does that look like? It feels my baby. So I can't, I, I don't <laughs> think I can, I can let it go. Uh, so I, I think this can grow to something much, much, you know, greater in college, especially with you know, the new friends, new connections, and alumni that are reaching uh, during college. So I think, I, I, I think during college would be like launching uh, um, really this project and, and creating more internships. So I, I'm not planning to stop because I think this is, you know, this has a lot, a lot of, you know, opportunity for scale. And I think this solves a real, real problem in our society, uh, which I, I think PTL solves. So I, I'm still, um, even during college, I, I'm still gonna, you know, 
try to continue the mission uh, and build more internships for high school students. Yeah, well, you won't try. You will uh, continue the mission. So what's your, uh, what's your college plans? What, have you applied to schools? And, and what's that looking like? I, I've just started uh, doing research. Um, and oh, my God, that, that's a whole nother process. Um, <laughs> the College of Missing Systems, my God. And, and yeah, I, I'm just, you know, dipping my, my, my feet in and seeing, you know, wh what's up in this world. I mean, so far, um, I mean, it, it's just it's been a bit overwhelming, I have to admit. But I, just seeing the possibilities of where I can go and really four years of my life. I mean, it, it's exciting to, just to see the different opportunities. Uh, not only within the school, but also, you know, study abroad programs or even, um, you know, other opportunities for connecting, um, doing research. Um, it, it, it's been exciting just to look at. So I'm just getting started, but I, I'm pumped for it. I got to put you on the spot. What's your, what's your dream landing spot for school? Where do you, where do you have one? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right now, um, the Warren undergrad program seems like the amazing, the, the, the dream um, school right now at, at Penn, and just talking to to a couple people, um, uh, the CEO of this organizing or organization called Generation, Miss um, Caitlin Grosso. She she was at Penn, um, I think majored in, in finance as well, and she she's been an amazing mentor, and she's really I think convinced me how how great Penn is because the, the the alumni community, I think that the, the business. And, you know, entrepreneurship focused environment, it sounds great. And that, you know, crossed my fingers here. Oh, <laughs> it, you know, it's a long way from California, though, I got to tell you. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I'm kind of, my mom probably will get angry at me, but I kind of want to get out of California and just, or at least like Southern California and may, maybe go to Silicon Valley, may, maybe go to, you know, the, the East Coast there. I, I think there are great opportunities. You know, yeah, definitely. Have you thought about what you want to study? I mean, uh, for me right now, it's either business or econ. Um, I mean, business is much more, you know, I would say practical on, on that end. And it's what I'm focusing right now through entrepreneurship um, with like a social aspect as well. But on the economic side, I've been recently just doing more research um, there. And I think that's a totally different field of like the quantitative mindset and thinking. And, you know, either of them would, would be absolutely great. And I think Wharton would be a Great choice, regardless. Oh, yeah. It's a great business school. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. all the way. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's pretty cool. Um, are, you, are you mentoring, though? Or are, you, are you grooming someone to take over at, at the school level, at least? Or what's, what's, do you have a hierarchy, you know, a hierarchy plan to, to, to not necessarily turn over the baton, but just to, to have a, you know, building an organization, being able to scale it even more by having the people in place? What, have you thought about what that looks like? Yeah, I mean, right now, when we're building the team, we're definitely setting different you know, positions and roles. And uh, right now, what we're trying to do is set up like satellite offices um, and see what students we can attract from there. Um, I mean, we definitely have a, a you know, organizational plan there, but I, I, I'm, I'm planning on staying uh, in my position. I'm planning on you know, running this ship uh, to, to success. Got it. Have you, um, have you researched any uh, free tools that are available? And, uh, you know, like, for example, Google Ad Grants? Have, you, say, have you looked yeah, into that? Yeah, yeah. Um, and we actually applied um, for that. And, um, I mean, I attended a, a Google marketing seminar, like, I think a, a month or two ago. 
And it's awesome to just see the free resources out there for nonprofits. Um, our, our email company email is entirely free uh, by Google. And we just submitted uh, our EIN and also our tax exempt status. And we just got the email. Um, and we're, we're trying to get the, you know, the Google ad grants approved as well. But yeah, there are so many great resources that I think are available. And I think, uh, I mean, I'm still researching and learning more about uh, that I think a lot of nonprofits can leverage. Have you looked into uh, Salesforce, um, the CRM? Not yet. I, I've been thinking about that, but I mean, I, if I want to scale this project up, I mean, CRM is going to be so, so important for us. So I, I, I'm actively doing research again. Right. They have a free program for nonprofits is why I asked oh. because it's, okay. you know, and it's a phenomenal tool to learn because everybody in fortune 500 companies use it. And, um, I believe they're offering something like eight or 10, uh, user, um, you know, applications for free for an organization. So I'd, that might be something wow. to really help you keep track of people, donors, uh, you know, and creating that database that then you can reach out to and, and, uh, expand on that as well. There's, there's a lot of resources out there. I think it's pretty cool. Have you tried a crowdfunding campaign? Yeah. I, I mean, how we, we, I mean, we're going to set up a, a workshop with GoFundMe in a bit, but um, GoFundMe has been a great you know, a great resource for us as a platform as well. More recently, uh, I, I was recommended this platform called GiveButter, uh, and it's been another one that, that's interesting to see. Uh, but there's just so many different you know ways to fundraise uh, at the end of the day, and again, it's such a such a vast world. Have you um, considered uh, using Project Talent Launch? ETL on your uh, college applications. I mean, it, we've had a few um, high school students over the years that um, one of the drivers for getting into schools was, you know, touting what they had done in this nonprofit space and different different agendas that people have done. So um, I would imagine that's part of your, your your strategy as well on that application. Would that be correct? Yeah, but at this point, it's like so, I mean, just, just learning about this and reading about it, it's so unpredictable um, in this whole emission system. So, I mean, I'm definitely not dropping, I mean, I'm taking six APs this year, so I'm definitely not dropping um, my school end, but right. I've spent so much time on this that I don't think it's, um, the school's going to ask, you know, what happened to all these hours in your day if I don't mention it? So I, I think it's not, I mean, I'm not doing this for, for college. I think this is something I want to continue after college as well and during college. Yeah. I understand. Um, yeah. But, but I mean, I, I have to, cause there's just so many, so much hours uh, that have been put into this. <laughs> awesome. So um, Trisha, I mean, like, how do we get, how can someone get in touch with you? What's, what's the preferred way if somebody's listening to this, you know, uh, we'll promote it as well and be able to uh, put links on this on our website, but how can someone get in touch with you? What's the best way to find the organization? Yeah, I mean, just Google Project uh, Talent Launch or visit our website, uh, projecttalentlaunch.org, and you'll find out, you know, all about us. Or, I mean, the old-fashioned way, just send me an email. Um, and I, I, I am way too addicted to my email, but, I mean, I'll respond very, very quickly. So, Stephen at projecttalentlaunch.org. Awesome. Wow, that Super. is so cool. Hey, so, Stephen, so let's uh, take a little shift. So, who's, who's your hero? Yeah, for, for me, my hero, I mean, don't, I mean, the entrepreneur spirit within me, I would say, I mean, comes from my mom because, you know, seeing her, um, you know, coming all the way from China to here and, and spending 16 years of her life here, right? Um, 
that has been amazing for me to see. And I think uh, when people ask, you know, where does entrepreneur come from? Because like, you just don't become like entrepreneur out of nowhere. I always say it's seeing my mom's sacrifices and, you know, really um, giving up something for a mission you really, really believe in. I think that's the core of the entrepreneur spirit. So uh, to me, for, I mean, all the hard work, you know, blood, sweat and tears she's put into, uh, you know, get me in the, in the, this environment and this place that I'm in, I'm super grateful for. So I would say definitely my mom. Oh, that's so beautiful. Wow. What's your favorite book? Oh my God. These are some <laughs> difficult, difficult. Uh, it's a college admissions test. We're putting, <laughs> putting you through. Oh no. I, I read uh, shoe dog um, a month and a half ago. It, it's by Phil Knight, um, founder of a uh, founder of Nike. And that, just reading that story, reading that um, his whole process is amazing. And, you know, Nike right now, my God, such a huge empire. And just hearing about people's different stories, um, books like that, books like that, it's really hard for me to narrow it down, but mm-hmm. um, books like that. And also there was a Steve Jobs uh, biography by Walter Isaacson. That, that was amazing yeah. as well. Yeah. Isaacson's awesome. Awesome writer. Yeah. That's, that's cool. So, um, so in between running a nonprofit, doing AP classes and reading books on entrepreneurship, is there anything else that you do? I mean, just, just time for being, just being a normal junior. I, I guess that's a, um, that's the other part of it, you know, hanging out with friends. Um, I, I think, I mean, for me, this whole entrepreneurship, I, I've been loving it. So I have never seen it as like a burden or some, some task that, I, that I'm just checking off a list. I mean, I, I've been loving what I'm doing. So, um, I mean, yeah, just, just being a normal student. I, I think that's the, that's what else I'm doing. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. And you got to keep that perspective too. Right. So, um, you know, it's part of it is enjoy the time while you're in school and, um, you'll yeah. have plenty of time to, <laughs> to do different things and, and be an entrepreneur and go through that, that journey, which uh, is something I've always done in my whole life. And, you know, it's been, it's been worthwhile for me, but it, you know, it wasn't always easy. And um, you know, the challenges come up the marketplace change. A lot of things happen, but, um, but you're definitely, you're, you're thinking is spot on. And I think helping others is really, really a key piece to this. And it's that network and, you know, the network that the students that you're helping the networks they develop and then continuing to expand that out will really, really help grow not only them, but also the organization and also grow you too. So yeah, it's, it's been amazing. And the thing about networking is, is there's no shortcut. You just have to build it brick by brick. Uh, and I think it's amazing just to see this process. And I mean, thank you too, as well for, for this amazing, uh, amazing podcast. And, and I mean, even starting this at the very, very beginning, it's, it's been amazing just to go through that process. Um, and I definitely want to give you two a big, big shout out to, you know, even get us started on, on our journey. Oh, thank you very much. And we are here for you as we continue to grow and you continue to grow. If you need anything, you reach out to us anytime we're here for you. And again, we are very, very proud of you. Very yeah. Proud. And definitely if you need anything. And also I think, um, keeping us in, in the loop as to what's going on and your journey, you know, you're, you're a very outstanding young guy and um, we'd like to follow on your journey and and learn more about what you're up to. So absolutely stay in contact with us. And if there's any way we can support you, uh, we'll absolutely do that. So 
Hey, Stephen, thanks so much. It was so great to meet you and uh, see you in person. This is awesome. And uh, really good luck with the rest of your school year. Enjoy the summer <laughs> if you have one. <laughs> Sounds like you're busy. Definitely, but, you know, I'm busy, those, but it's all Hit good. those it's phones. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. But really, congratulations on everything you've done. Really awesome, awesome job. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot for me to learn. So, um, I mean, the Salesforce opportunity, I'll definitely look into that. And really anything else, any other resources, uh, let me know. Definitely, definitely appreciate it. We will. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Take care. Have a good day. Thank you for joining us today. I hope what you heard will inspire you to join a movement of kind and compassionate people who care about others. Be sure to support our guest and visit contributionrevolution.org for free tips, training, and inspiring stories of our nonprofit love revolutionaries. Remember, it's up to all of us to make the world a kinder, loving, and compassionate place. Signing off until next time. See you soon.